0: I thought I'd be done by now, 63. I thought I'd have it together, (laughs) would understand more, uh, would know who I am. But here's the first great truth I have to share with you this day, is that it takes a lifetime in order to grow yourself up. I know we recognize, especially this day, graduates of of high school, because that's one of those big moments... Of, of decision, of growing up when you leave home, hopefully. <laughs> and, you know, there is a, there is a polarity there, um, right? Because uh, some people have a hard time leaving home, and they kind of remain dependent. That's, that's one side of the polarity. And then there's some people that totally reject their family, and they just cut off all those relationships. Most of us are, are in between somewhere. But um, high school is one of those times when uh, you get to decide a little more about about growing up. And then I know there's some children here and they say, well, what about us? You know, g- going from uh, pre-kindergarten to kindergarten. That's big. That's huge. That's as big as going you know, to high school. Or, you know, some people from elementary school to, to middle school. It, we, we have all of these places where we get a chance to grow up a little bit. Uh, then someday, hopefully, you graduate from college and uh, maybe you get your first job and become more independent and, and there's a real chance to grow up, huh? I, I was reading something this past week about work-life balance. Any of y'all deal with this? The article I read said that work by, work-life balance is an illusion, <laughs> that none of us are in that sweet spot. We all lean one way. Or the other, I confess before you this day that I tend to overfunction; that uh, work becomes so much more important than family, than taking care of my marriage or our boys, or even taking care of my soul. It's it's so easy to have this sacred disease of of overfunctioning. And then there's marriage. Uh, Kathy and I have been married 37 and a half years, and you know what? She still doesn't do the dishes right. <laughs> By that, I mean the way I do them. And marriage is a great place to learn about growing up, that it's not about trying to change the other person so much as it is learning to change your Self. And then sometimes kids come along. Now, there's, there's a wonderful place for you to reflect upon who you are. <laughs> when these, these beautiful little people you brought into the world, they speak with perfect pronunciation, that curse word, you know. <laughs> and you go, Where did you learn that from you? <laughs> you go, oh, ouch. Why did you have to say that? Oh, all, all our immaturity just comes out when we are raising kids. Um, and then some of us get older, thankfully, and uh, maybe we become the sandwich generation. We're taking care of our parents as well as taking care of kids and uh, stretch in all kinds of, of directions. And uh, maybe we're dealing with some health issues of our own and kind of mortality's knocking already. Uh, I have an acquaintance of mine I happened to run into a couple of weeks ago. I hadn't seen him in years. He's, he's a few years older than I am. He plays in his Presbyterian church's bluegrass band, okay? Uh, It's not rock and roll or anything. It's bluegrass. It's older folks like me. And and he plays mandolin in this band. And I said, what's the name of your band? He said, the name of our band is Old, Rugged, and Cross. (laughs) I like what Jesus said in this passage. That there's so much for us to experience that we can't bear it all right now. And that this spirit will continue to guide us and lead us. It takes a lifetime in order to grow yourself up. Here's the second thing. It takes a village in order to grow yourself up. You don't do it by yourself. Okay, it takes a family, a, a church, a, a friends, all kinds of relationships. We don't exist in isolation. It, it takes a village in order to grow yourself up. The passage you, you don't see it, but every you that's in that passage when Jesus was talking to us, it's a you all. Okay, you know how I love to do this. Jesus says, "Y'all, y'all are guided by this by this spirit of truth." Here's a polarity, too. Some of us are people pleasers like me, and we'll just follow the party line and what our parents taught us in our little town and everything, and then some of us reject and rebel and say, no way am I going to follow that line. Most of us are in between. Uh, I'm a people pleaser. I really lean towards this side of just, you know, I've been spoon-fed this. I'll give it right back to you. So the reason I went to Texas A&M it's because my dad went to AM. <laughs> but there came a time when I could own my own position and I felt this call to ministry. So I went to Perkins School of Theology at SMU to get my master's and follow this course to becoming an ordained United Methodist pastor. All of us are trying to do that. Do, do we just spit back what we've been taught? or reject it because neither one is actually all of the truth. We have to come to own our own position, which is probably somewhere in the middle there. Here's one of the hardest things I've had to learn about being in relationship with other people is that sometimes they will tell us harsh things. They will confront us with truths we would rather not hear. They will disagree with us. They will call us into account because guess what? All of us have blind spots, huge gaps in us, and we need one another. It's so hard to hear that, to find out who you are, to own your own position, and then let other people own their own position to second great truth I have for you out of this passage is it takes a village or a community or a church or a family. It takes other people in order to grow yourself up. And here's the third. It takes a faith in order to grow yourself up. And, and you, you could use the word mystery here or, or curiosity or even disappointment or disillusionment or, or hunger But you could even use the word Holy Spirit <laughs> or spirit of truth. This, this inner voice that, that's inside of you that won't leave you alone, that keeps nudging you and urging you and pushing on you. And I really do believe that this God seeks us out, just like Jesus said here, this spirit of truth who will guide us into all truth. I, I've been reading this book uh, Growing Yourself Up, Jenny Brown, counselor in Australia, and uh, this has been helping me with this sermon preparation. In in this book, she said, you don't have to go with me here, but she said, my my relationship with God is the most important relationship that I have because it teaches me humility. (laughs) I'm reminded by my faith that we're all small and vulnerable as well as graciously cared for. (laughs) I like that. She said, our relationship with God is the best way for us to reduce our natural self-centeredness and to think of others and God. I've been reading this other book. Maybe you've heard of it. this this bible it says a very similar kind of thing it takes the focus off of our natural self-centeredness it reminds us that we're small and vulnerable and yet graciously cared for it takes a faith in order to grow yourself up here's the good news i have to share with you this day God's desire is to help y'all, all (laughs) y'all, all all of us to grow yourselves up. Amen.